In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B-Team. Hey everybody, welcome to the Flounders B-Team podcast. This is Steve Kettleson, and I am here with two wonderful gentlemen. To my left, I have... Kevin Zamira. Oh, you sound so excited. Can you can you turn it up for me a little bit, buddy? Kevin Zamira. Hey, there you go. There's your hey. morning zoo voice. I love that shit. All right, <laughs> hey. Uh, and who else do we have? Uh, Tim Hamilton. The Muffin Top Model. Yeah, all right. All right. Make your lips and grab your hips. Here it comes. Oh, here it comes. This is good stuff. (laughs) All right. So, hey, uh, what are we drinking, guys? Ooh, the Uh, Depot. The Depot. Depot. Corn whiskey from folks who know what corn whiskey should be. (laughs) (laughs) San Antonio. Still won't give you the shit. So, yeah, um, we're coming back off a little break. Kevin and I uh, talked a little bit about uh, leerdom and kind of outlook and how much more confident we're feeling in in team stuff. And then we went to uh, my wife and I went down to Reno, Nevada, uh, actually Lake Tahoe area uh, for El Cheapo Airbnb vacation, which was absolutely fantastic. And we stopped at uh, on the way out. We stopped at a distillery in Reno, Nevada called the depot and we picked up a nice uh bottle of uh one year aged corn whiskey um on the back tells us a little bit in the hundred year old beechwood aging rooms of the depot brewery and distillery you'll find a small stash of aged corn whiskey small barrels mean more work here at the distillery but this century old building reminds us of longevity and pride that comes with hard work and craftsmanship so it's basically an old train depot and uh, they've got subway tile all in it. They uh, remodeled the joint. It's a little Spartan, but a little modern and kind of fun. It's a nice little place. So if you're ever down in Reno, Nevada, highly recommend it. What do you think about the whiskey, Kevin? I like it. Um, not surprised it's no less than a year. It's a, um, it's a hint of moonshine, Yep, I would say. Um, so strong, but good. Sweet, spicy. Yep. I'm a fan. I'm oh, drinking yeah. it straight, and um, I think it's it's a good sipping whiskey. For the summer especially, it's oh, got yeah. a nice refreshing kind of bite to it. I like corn whiskeys in general uh, mm-hmm. because they are immature, but they got a nice sweetness to them. And I think the bar we've set for judging whiskeys is, will it give you the shits? And I don't think the Depot will give you the shits. Well, I've, I've drunk, uh, well, together... Between the three of us, we've drunk about a third of this bottle right now, and ni- none of us have the shits yet. No, not yet. So okay. far, so good. All right. So I'm giving uh, it a uh, thumbs up. Thumbs up. And we're probably going to move along from this segment. <laughs> Golly. Depot. This is, <laughs> it's French. Won't it's, give you the shit. All right. Hey, what are we here to talk about? Last time we talked about Leardom as an acquisition and uh, kind of how happy we were about that. But uh, there were some gaps. We felt like there were some gaps. And then a couple games happened uh, since the last time we all talked. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the DC United match and the San Jose match, which both had um, very positive results. Uh, so the first half of the DC United match was a complete disaster. But after that, uh, things, uh, after Brad uh, Evans shushed us uh, in the supporters' end, uh, 
we ended up having a pretty positive result. So we're going to talk about uh, how things are shaping up. Uh, we have a brand new acquisition uh, to talk about. We've got a match coming up with LA Galaxy with some breaking news here today. <laughs> on <laughs> on July 27th, 2017, uh, our uh, dear former leader, Siggy Schmidt, is going to LA Galaxy. So we'll have some hot takes on that. We have a, a local LA Galaxy fan that uh, actually did a call-in for us uh, with about three minutes of hot takes on that. And uh, I think we're just going to kind of talk about uh, what's happening and what our outlook is for this upcoming match and the rest of the season with these acquisitions, what gaps are remaining, and uh, we'll see how the show flows from there. So, DC United. Let's talk about that first half for a minute. How was everybody feeling after that first half? Man, I was shocked. I was irritated and ready to leave. Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't believe they kept giving up goals. It was 2-0 at the half, right? Yep. And then end of the half, yeah, just shocked. Just, oh my gosh, like we are down 2-0 to one of the worst teams in the MLS. And not even like we're playing well. We we were playing as, uh, um, we were playing in a fashion that we deserve to be down 2-0. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm screaming trap game. Trap, trap, trap. Yeah. You know, we did, yeah, we did lose uh, uh, Jordan and... Well, we lost Jordan the whole time for the for the Gold Cup, but then Dempsey got pull, uh, called in. But playing a crummy team with a crummy record and no reason to play screams trap. And that's how we started the first half. And I'm like, God, okay, one goal we can come back from. Eight minutes in, uh, ball gets played down the line, um, splits the keeper's legs, backdoor tap in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, crap. Actually, that was probably scored while I was in line to get nachos. <laughs> Super fan, Tim yeah. Hamilton. <laughs> um, then then the, the second goal just looked lackluster. A lot of kind of guys floating into space. Everyone just kind of w- looking around. And I'm, I'm actually agreeing with uh, Casey Keller some of the time during the commentary because guys are just occupying space and not really looking for guys to, to body up on. And... Uh, uh, Harks, I think, got the second mm-hmm. goal. Sounds about right. And it just the ball bounced around a little bit. Uh, service to the top of the 18, step right, step left, loses his defender and, and finishes far post. The keeper couldn't do much about that one. He, Like I said, for the first goal, I I was saying off air that, um, that sorry, uh, that Chad Marshall was pretty much marking the right spot assuming that the keeper was going to cover that space that he was supposed to, but because his legs got split, then the ball just trickled to the back post for the tap-in. Then uh, halftime, and and we blew the team off the field. So So, uh, the thing that, um, just overall impressions, the thing that drove me nuts is it the first half, um, we're thinking oh my God, our analysis was complete garbage. This team is complete garbage. We have no idea what we're talking about, right? It put the lie to everything, every hopeful bit that we had talked about uh, as soon as we had we had, uh, uh, we had had acquired Leardom, right? Um, it put the lie, uh, supposedly, to all the analysis that other people were putting out about, hey, this isn't so bad, this is fine. I mean, the title of our last podcast was, oh, this ain't so bad, right? And, and, and I think, um, the, 
subsequent performance in the second half sort of redeemed it. I mean, it certainly did redeem it, but I think we still have some some gaps to overcome, uh, at least at that point in uh, in our in our uh, uh, at least that point in our in in the season, right? Yeah, the guys got back on the field uh, <laughs> five minutes in. One of those Kramer goals sneaks up on you, yep. you know, before people are really sat down. Yeah. We get scored on. And it's <laughs> it, those that were sitting stood up to go home. Mm-hmm. And uh, before they made it to the top of the stairs, like a minute later, Will Bruin jumps on it and uh, heads heads a, a, a cross from Joven Jones. I get all my crosses mixed up. Was that the one no, that you hit on the Jones. outside of the right no. foot? Okay. Outside of the outside of the left foot was to Brad Evans for the. Are South you watching that replay right now, Kevin? I am. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. What's what's that that term that 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 outside of the move outside of the foot move that Jordan always uses? Is that Rabona, or is that when you reach your a Rabona leg around is and kick the, it? scoring off a corner? I think. No, that's an Olympico. Oh, you're right. Sorry, <sighs> man. <laughs> I am derailing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, arcane soccer. I think terms Rabona might be when you with. when you like uh, whip your leg around behind you. Okay, and kick it from over there. Anyway, I'm visual. Uh, so anyway, uh, <sighs> just quick, watching quick. that. <laughs> watch jo- another replay. Sorry. Joven Jones gets the uh, uh, a second assist, and at that point, I think we sub on. Uh, actually, no, we we sub. Uh, we do a double sub. Nuhu out, Harry. Uh, Nuhu in, Harry ship out. Kelvin in, Aaron Kovar out, and that what that ended oh. up doing is pushing Brad up to midfield, and that pushed Jovan Jones up to midfield. And so Nuhu, by the way, Yolo? doing work. Yolo, Yolo, Yolo. Nuhu doing work second half, right? Can somebody talk about his positioning and his effort? Ninety nine percent effort. <laughs> he he. <laughs> He is he is a spark plug. He just he works so hard and he's he has no fear. That's why I call him YOLO because he he's the kind like oh hey, what's the worst that could happen? He just does stuff. He, he runs up the field and he runs back. He goes mm-hmm. face first into a, a table saw if you asked him to. Yeah, but he's playing the role of a box to box midfielder and a super defender sweeper. And I mean it's 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 I don't know. How would you describe it, Kevin? Um, he. It's so funny because you watch him, and technically, he doesn't look pretty. Like I've made no. the joke plenty of times that he heads the ball with his whole body, like his whole upper body explodes, and it's it's a hair club for men <laughs> commercial when he heads the ball, and uh, he 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 looks unorthodox. It's probably the nicest way to say it, but I think. I'm just guessing here, but he seems like the type of player where people probably told him constantly that, no, that's not right, or you're not good enough, and he just shakes his head and is like, no, I don't believe you. I got this. I'm going to keep going. Um, And he just he brings a ton of energy and a ton of emotion um, onto the field, and he just plays with his heart on his sleeve, which is awesome. Um, But he's still young. He's still a young kid. I mean, he's the same guy that's going to get the ball to 50, dribble forward, hard charging, and shoot the ball from a terrible angle because he just feels it, you know? So I think you got to take the good with the bad with him still. I do like him. I think he's start-worthy. Um, he gets Joven Jones forward. 
Um, so my impression of him is that his positioning as a left back is good. His one v one defending could be a little better, although he's he's improving. Um, but man, the kid plays with energy and heart and emotion, um, and you gotta love that about him. I, I don't initially. I was concerned he'd be like a, a dog on his hind legs. He'd come down eventually, yep. but he hasn't. Not yet. Not yet. Um, so hopefully the occasion doesn't ever get too too big for him and he continues to just you know defy the odds and keep playing great um because i think he does bring a lot of energy and i think he's tactically he's sound he does fine positionally um his 1v1 defending could be better but i like him so far fun fun player to have on the watch do you do you see him as a starter or do you like i i would like to continue to bring him in and push push joven up every single time Um, We sub out a midfielder put joven up yeah, Schmetz will have to manage it. I I don't think he's your starter every single game. It's a it's definitely a situational choice, right? Yeah. I mean, in this case, we needed to get forward on the attack. We needed Joven Jones being flexible up top and and providing some of that creative play, right? And yeah. and and we needed a, a solid, uh, creative, uh, you know, left back that's going to do some some interesting and maybe unorthodox things to. Uh, to build some play out of the back that you wouldn't normally see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think Schmetz is going to have to manage some guys. You know, Jones up at left wing, he, he does well there. I think he's probably a better left winger than he is left back, to be honest. But then that means somebody sitting out, Bruin, Morris, Dempsey, Ladero, um, Roldan. I tell you, you know, what. Other guys that can play in that front line. So yeah. I, I'm, very optimistic before even adding any new pieces with everybody healthy we're going to have a huge bankroll sitting on the bench and yeah there's mm-hmm. going to be some players that we were starting that aren't going to be the 18 well, mm-hmm. well here's the thing though right is is we're building the foundation for a solid rotational system mm-hmm. that allows people to play allows people to slot in with fatigue allows people to slot in with international play because we're relied upon heavily for international duty uh hashtag gold cup hmm. and um it, it this this is this is a healthy and safe position for us to be in and i'm not sure that in the uh i think as as fans we're not necessarily used to this because we're 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 used to and we keep talking i mean even in our group we keep talking in terms of okay what's your best 11 what's your best 11 and really we need to be talking in terms of what's your best 20 what's your best 18 yeah yeah, yeah. what's your best 18 what's your what's your rotation look like okay uh dudes out who's in um, well i don't know I, best 18 I don't know. That seems is that hard. That seems is that a stretch? I know we're getting okay. way off topic here. We were talking no, about this. No, that's not. Carpenter always talk about acquisitions but and I think, future acquisitions. Like, quite honestly, um, like I I like the idea of Evans and Dempsey coming off the bench. And I did say because, foundation yeah, of a rotational system because because they're really strong. But I, I got to be honest. Like, Kovar is decent. He's okay coming off the bench. Yeah, so he's all right. Like I'm not. I say off the bench for sure, but oh no, I, no, no! I'm just watching saying, him start. I no, no, no! I'm not yeah. saying start him. I'm saying I'm looking specifically at our bench, and the reason why I would want Evans and Dempsey coming off the bench is because it gives you some pretty good changes of guys that can come in with experience to multiple positions and either get you goals or stop the other team from getting goals. But when you start going past, let's say Evans and Dempsey are coming off the bench, Kovar. 
And then, like, who are you? Who are you bringing off that bench that's going to change a game if you're in trouble? Uh, I'm well, not maybe Bruin if Bruin is uh, yeah. if maybe. Bruin doesn't start. Is, this is yeah. yeah. We do want to finish DC but before anyway, we anyway. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we, we we did a double sub, mm-hmm. and uh, then we started uh, started scoring goals. So uh, Will Bruin got the first goal. We saw that. Um, Brad Evans got the out. Uh, uh, well, Joven Jones hit it with the outside of his yeah, left foot. That's Brad such a Evans good goal. ran up the middle, headed it in, and then mm-hmm. he shushed the crowd. Yeah, can you? So I remember seeing that he shushes the crowd, yeah. and I was like, "That's interesting." Like he's at home. Who is he shushing? Like I think it was us. De- yeah. So explain that to me because that that really interested me. Well, I just, didn't see that. Just thinking, I'm like, we did boo the team off the field, <laughs> so maybe he's telling us, "Hey." You know, know your role. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I the just player, had, you're the fan. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I hadn't heard that interpretation. And now that you say it, I'm like, oh, that that could be an explanation. Because I didn't have an explanation for who he was shushing and why he was shushing. Like, we just, we're coming back. Like, why are you shushing the crowd? You want the crowd into it. Yeah. Like, it's 3-2 now. But it's like football. When the offense is on the field, you uh, you want to be quiet. When the defense <laughs> is on the field, you want to be all rowdy. Yeah. Boy, that's wrong. Right, right stadium, wrong sport. Yes. My bad. But... <laughs> I just thought that was really interesting that he was shushing people because I, I didn't know you guys were booing. Yeah, well, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. were booing. <laughs> I was like, I don't so, remember if I was. I'm pretty sure I was not yeah. happy. So I am. Yeah. yeah, I was in a an Airbnb in Nevada, so I didn't or California, so I didn't I didn't get to kind of see a lot of the stuff live. I was having trouble with the MLS stream and so on and so forth. But uh, it, the the mood on Twitter that I was looking at was at once. Uh, kind of angry. Uh, people felt betrayed, and people felt hurt, and people felt like, okay, like seriously, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. But there was this undercurrent of belief and hope that 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 was definitely palpable because you had people, myself included, says we're going to win this damn thing four three, and not just because. Not just because that's what you say, but mm-hmm. because that's really, I mean, like, we can find a way to make this happen. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Figure it the fuck out. Yeah. And I think that is even more, that even more puts the, the the I don't know, kind of supports how people are feeling about Schmetzer's leadership role and how it's evolving. We were definitely very skeptical, skeptical at the beginning. Uh, the whiskey's starting to show through. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it up as we go. But uh, it, no, it and, and it's it feels good. And when it the results aren't there from this thing that feels good, it it feels like some sort of you know fundamental uh, challenge to your thinking, right? And it's hard to accept. Uh, but at any rate, I'm I'm getting a little philosophical here in my old age. But it, it it's like the belief was there. Yeah, I don't. I'm like I said, I was shocked. In the first half, and really shocked when we gave up the third goal. Oh God! Because actually, that was I heartbreaking. Th- I thought we came off or came, started the second half right off the kickoff. Like, oh, this is better, and it was, you know, only three minutes of it before they scored. But still, I was like, huh. Even when it went three zero, I was like, we can't lose this game. Like, we're, like we're we're not going to lose this game. Four three is an amazing comeback. The first four three oh, comeback yeah. ever in MLS history. But still, I was like, this is this is not a game we lose. Like, what are we doing? Um, but yeah, the to get back on track a little bit. So the third goal and the fourth goal, those were great goals, man. Like, yeah, uh, corner kick, Stenson? corner kick, Ladero oh. um, whipped in, whipped in a great 
great, great uh, uh, kick and and Gustav, Gustav, from, uh, was that how from a head or foot? No from, foot from near his post, foot, tucked it into the corner. Angle, yeah, near post, just upper V. Nothing but he just redirected. He was out. I mean, if you're looking at the box, he is outside of Ooh. the. The outside the set, of the, right? the mouth of the goal. Yeah. So yeah. He, he from outside redirects it into the upper V. Yeah. And I, I get it if you're if you're going towards the goal, it's easier to do that. But when you're outside of the goal going away and you still redirect it, that was pinpoint yeah, perfect. He's, he's got good technical skill. And then roll Dan's fourth goal. Oh yeah, my well, goodness. Roll, oh shoot. Just goes scooting around the defender, like plays it one side, runs around the other. And then Meg's the keeper, basically from right inside the 18. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. And as soon as he got in, it was just, oh, he's scoring. He's absolutely scoring. And there was conversations just if if you if you don't have any place to put it, just kick it hard. Yeah. Right at him under mm-hmm. his legs. And mm-hmm. it worked. Yeah. We get nutmeg, they get nutmeg. Yeah. Roll Dan. Uh, the kid's really turning it on. Lord aside from the first half, uh, what else was irritating me was... Uh, Marcelo Sarvis, because that guy can, he was kicking Ladero. I mean, I'm, I'm mm. fast forwarding it and like, okay, he kicked him there. It's a foul. That's a foul. That's a foul. That's a foul. So he gets a yellow card in the first half for uh, a persistent. And then there's like two or three more. And then that he ends up uh, getting under Ladero's skin at yeah. the last, you know, after we're up for nothing yeah. in the last minute of the game. Gets before. Under skin, kicks him in the ribs. Uh, oh, I thought that was the nutsack. Well, no, no, no. Okay. Lodero he, kicks dude in the nutsack. Sar- yeah. 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 Sarvis, <laughs> yeah. Sarvis fouls him, steps on him, over him, and yeah. then with his left foot just kind of gives him a little uh, a little shove. Like, there's no need for it, but I'm yep. just going to do this anyway because I'm a uh, – uh, there's children in the audience. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a jerk. Uh-huh. And then uh, – so, yeah. Then Lodero basically just does a cup check and yeah. um, gets sent off for it. And Marcelo, I, I don't know if there's a disciplinary committee thing that should look into, like, okay, I get it. You should have gotten a second yellow or red for being a I was expecting uh, Marcelo to get a, 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 a post facto yellow for that, at least, from disciplinary committee mm-hmm. on review. I, I, I didn't look for it, but I was expecting that to happen, and I imagine it didn't. At the same time, I mean, what do you expect? The team The team is a is. <clears throat> horribly run team right now and the only thing that was saving them was their keeper and he's at the gold cup and uh so how do you punish a team that is at the bottom of the table you suspend a player zip tie him to a flagpole and throw water balloons at him or something Mm -hmm. well i'm but you suspend the player i mean because that's what's happening this is player conduct probably wanted to be suspended off of that team okay i mean Uh, i know i'm just saying what do you you know when when you have nothing to lose what's what's a suspension really <laughs> yeah i mean i don't want to sit here and bash on pro referees because i mean that's it's there's plenty of other do. people that want to do that for you people want to do it and and this isn't our space but anyway doesn't matter um so that was a victory and it was a hard-fought victory and it was absolutely the most remoralizing victory i recall in recent history Remoralizing. Remoralizing. Is that a word? It is now. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I keep making them up. Eh? Hey, go with it. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like, this is the most energizing win I recall since and, and since the 4-4 uh, against Portland, mm-hmm. right? And that wasn't even a win. It just felt like a win. We had another draw that felt like a win uh, in recent memory. But that anyway, 
I, I'm waxing. So next match, San yeah. Jose. Uh, in between San Jose and DC, uh, we didn't make any new acquisitions, right? Nothing, no like major. No. Oh, did we talk about? News? No, Leardom came on the field. Leardom, Leardom, Leardom did come on the field, Kelvin. and he was uh, for San Jose, right? Yeah. Yeah. When he, no, no, he came on against he DC. Came, oh, that's right. No, DC, he started yeah. against he San Jose. He came on when it was 3-0. He yeah. came on three nil, and he did make a difference. Yeah. That's right. He pushed. That's at the in the second half. He pushed. Uh, he pushed Brad up. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah. So we already saw Leardham, and he's solid. You know. He, yeah. He, yeah. He's he good. Passed the eye test. Yep. He can bring mm-hmm. a ball down from uh, uh, from thirty forty yards. Yep. Yeah. And he's technically solid. His uh, distribution seems pretty solid. Oh no. Yeah. We'll he's, take it. He, his technique is very good. Um. <clears throat> I, that, I was at dude, the that game. long throw though. Yeah, I was at the San Jose game, and we had pretty good seats, um, club level two hundred, whatever. We're Ooh. right there, you know, midfield. So really good spot to kind of watch everything happen. And so I, I was, I was trying to watch Leardham, and tactically he gets in good spots. Technically he's very good. Um, I think physically. He's gonna have to get used to the MLS a little bit. I mean, obviously we're not we're not the EPL where it's like, oh, you gotta be strong and fast, and you know, um, it's not the strongest, fastest league in the world. But he's not gonna get the calls he's probably used to in the Dutch league. And just physically, he got he got pushed around a little bit, not a ton, yeah, uh, and not like, oh wow, that guy's got to go hit the weights. But um, he'll have to get used to how physical the MLS is. That's probably the one thing. But technically and tactically. Um, that so guy is that guy's very is good. He's you gonna s- have to get used to getting chopped at all yeah. the fucking time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. question about it. But you, you said it, Steve. Like uh, his distribution is very good. His long throw brings a lot. Yeah. I mean, you, he can chuck that thing in the box. I mean, it's no double front flip no. long throw, but I but mean, it, yeah, he can chuck Mike, it in. Mike I mean, Harris, we get a throw in. Name? <laughs> Kid from <laughs> UW that uh, does a flip throw. Oh, I don't know. There's a couple. There's uh, Harris dude in MLS. Harris, and he's now anyway. Seattle, Seattle kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nicknamed the one flip pony. Nice. <laughs> one flip pony. I think he plays for Oklahoma or something. But <laughs> anyway, he, he's a pro player. Uh, yeah. Moving on. We talked about the San Jose. We started. Um, do we even talk? Do we even care about the starting lineup for DC? Because nah. we didn't go over that. Nah. No, it's fine. Nah. Uh, Fry, Leardum, Torres, Marshall, Tolo, mm-hmm. uh, Dellum at uh, defensive, defensive mid, yeah, you know, with Svensson and Evans, Roldan, Jones, and Bruin. So yeah. the the two. The two spots that kind of are eyebrow raising are Delam at mm-hmm. defensive mid because mm-hmm. we'd only seen him at right back, yeah. mm-hmm. and then rolled on basically at the center attacking midfielder. Yep. So I I've been probably the most critical of Delam at right back. We, yeah, we all, but deservedly so. He, you know, you could see it immediately because I was really surprised to see him at defensive center. Oh mid. yeah, he looked a lot more comfortable. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he he was the greatest player out there. But he just looked way more comfortable. And I think you could see he had a couple of tackles where I think from a right back position, they, they'd been sketchy before, but he looked a lot more comfortable. He had some really good tackles coming out of that spot. Um, and he just looked really comfortable. He wasn't he wasn't great going forward. He wasn't great passing. Um, but you could see he and Svensson, I think, were told, you sit, you stay, you hold in those spots there. Um and just give our back four cover as much as possible, which they did. They did a pretty good job of it. Pretty good. Um, but Dellum looked fine. And I thought Roldan was a whole nother level 
in that um, center mid attacking center mid role. He, you know, you could see it live. It was fun to watch live and you, you know, you picked it up right away. As soon as Seattle would win the ball, he would just go bombing forward. Oh, he yeah. would take off trying to run at the San Jose outside backs because they mm-hmm. were playing with that back three. Yep. And he would drive those backs back toward their own goal. Yep. And it would then leave space underneath where um, guys could run in. Uh, Yolo could run in. Jones could run in. Right. Guys could run into that space and dribble. Even Evans, right, could dribble into that space. And he was so active in that offensive third, all of a sudden he'd just pop up in the corner and and get the ball wide. And it was really causing San Jose's back three a lot of problems. So I thought Dellum was comfortable. And then I thought Roldan was was really a whole nother level. I I really liked watching him play in that spot. I thought he was great. Yeah. (laughs) No, absolutely. (laughs) So from a tactical perspective, I just, something came up and this may be a little off topic, but, um, the the way Roldan is playing so far forward, mm-hmm. um, is it from a tactical perspective, would it possibly have made sense for San Jose to just let him run forward and let him be off? No, because he, he okay. wasn't like off there. He wasn't hanging off their shoulder. You know, Will Bruin was pushing high, was trying to occupy those heavy, right? the center backs. Yeah, yeah he, he was pushing high, trying to occupy him. And he made a couple runs in behind, but he's no speedster. And it's not like Roldan has got world-class speed either, but he he was just in that hole between their midfield and their and their three center backs, um, really causing a lot of problems. So when he takes off running at you, um, you you drop. Like that's the natural reaction for that back line. And San Jose just kept dropping and kept dropping. Um, but their outside midfielders weren't getting back and covering that space. So he was running into open space out wide of those back three. Giggity. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, color guy. Well, What's going on? So, no, I, I don't I don't think um, – I think if San Jose stops and tries to get him offside, I think that's yeah. when they play the ball in behind. Like it, The timing just wasn't there. Okay. San enough. Jose had to keep dropping um, the way that Roldan was running at them. Yeah. It was so. zip-zip at half, and San Jose was kind of giving it to us. I mean, they, they were definitely putting shots on frame. Oh, God. Turn. Yeah, they uh, we, more we possession. Did, we did but have Fry back. Jones um, should have made it one zero. Oh yeah, Jones Jeez. missed a tap in. Jeez. Um. But anyway, you're right. I think overall though, San Jose had the run of play. I think because DC was our trap game. I think San Jose. We were San Jose. We were San Jose's uh, trap game. I believe. Just looking at it, like okay, this the Sounders team that we always give a run for their money yeah. are missing Jordan. They're missing Ozzy. Oh, yeah. They're missing Lodero and Dempsey. And so now's the ch- now's our chance, and it didn't happen for him. And you know, second half starts. Something so, to well, be. But who were the standout players for San Jose first half uh, that were creating this possession? Looking at your oh. well, I don't know if it. See, I thought Seattle was set up to give away possession, right? Like people. I mean, you can look at the possession stats, and I think it tells a story. But I don't think Seattle was all that concerned with possession. And if mm-hmm. you've got a team that doesn't care about possession then it's kind of a useless stat sometimes, right? Okay. So, so we're, we're creating an, I, opportunist, uh, an opportunistic yeah. kind of match. Yeah, I, I think. Letting them be comfortable in the first half and then mm-hmm. striking in the second. It really looked like Dellum and Svensson were set up to hold. I got to be honest. I thought Svensson looked heavy-legged 
I thought he looked tired. Yeah. I thought he missed a couple assignments uh, picking up players. Um, I can't remember the exact player that did it, but one of the San Jose players gets the ball out on the right side. Uh, YOLO kind of misses the pass. And as he's recovering, the San Jose player cuts back into the middle and takes a long cut back into the middle, takes a left-footed shot that Fry saves, but he takes a long cut back into the middle, and Svensson should have been back covering that space by then, and he just wasn't. So I thought Svensson had some good play later in the second half. I thought in the first half he was a bit sluggish, but I think we were set up to um, defend. I think we were set up. The back six was there to just not really let San Jose get in behind. And I don't think they got in behind us a ton. No, they had a lot of possession and they had a lot of probing Man. plays, but they didn't. They weren't successful in. Yeah. No, they were in how many shots on goal they have first half? Uh, I'm sorry, I was looking. No, the it, 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 shots fly. were crazy, but on goal, um, maybe three. Yeah. Uh, the first half, I don't even yeah. know. It just says three all game. Yeah. Their best <laughs> goal scoring chance was when Svensson was lazy with the ball that came in and kind of popped it up in the first or second minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wando popped up, and oh, Fry made a great save. Fry kept us. It could, right. Who knows? We go Ooh. down that right yeah. right away, and yeah. it, all of a sudden it turns into, oh, here we go yeah. again. We were, we were, we were well, not a little bit lucky. We were lucky. And, and Torres let Svensson know. He's like, you know, we told him a couple times, like, just clear it away, dude. Yeah. I don't know what Svensson was thinking there. And that, so I thought Svensson was a little dodgy first half. But overall, we were set up to defend. We were set up to give away possession. We just didn't want to give him dangerous chances. Um, they did get the one. But other than that, I mean, I, there was never a time where I was like, "Oh, geez, San Jose is going to blow us away." Or, oh, geez, you know they're they're going to score a bunch of goals. I thought zero zero at halftime was fair. We weren't playing great, but it was fair. Didn't do enough to lose. Yeah, but it makes us nervous, yeah. right? We could have had a goal. They could have had a goal. You yeah. know. All right, so fifty uh, fourth minute, Whew. Christian rolled on, gets Whew. a goal assisted by Gustav and yeah. Kelvin Leardum. Tell us. So great long throw in. You know, Gustav, um, I can't remember if they weren't fronting him, but he gets to the ball, flicks it on, and, and Roldan just ghosts right into the box, right in between a bunch of defenders, just ghosts right in. No, Nobody there. Heads it right in from the yeah. center, right inside the six, right and, down the middle. And Bungham, I know that's not really his name, but wow. Bungham had no chance. No chance on that one. No. So, good goal, right? I, you can tell they practiced that. They knew what they were doing. No, yeah, um, they they discussed that on other pods and other shows that yeah. the long throw is a thing that we're mm -hmm. going to use. So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely should be. And it obviously and caught San Jose, caught him twice because on the next goal, got him too. I feel at least 90% better about set-piece offense this uh, season than last season where we are right now. Yeah, we seem like, to be very comfortable. Uh, the second goal, uh, Christian Roldan basically picks, uh, picks Bernardes' pocket and mm -hmm. runs around him and, and finishes. Yep. Off another throw-in, too, though. I, before we're even done sitting down you know, mm -hmm. while we stand, but uh, before uh, uh, James says, Christian, rolled on, Christian, rolled on, Christian, rolled on, we call and repeat. He's pretty much already got the second one in, mm -hmm. so we're just you know two minutes worth of call and repeat, Christian, rolled on, because he's the man. Mm -hmm. He almost gets a third. Uh, oh, hits a, the header? Hits a ball. Yeah, hits a ball, and I yeah. think it goes off the crossbar. Or the no, key, you know, keeper, keeper made a save. Yeah, Bungham made a save. Well, I just like saying Bungham. 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 Uh, then, uh, then what? Uh, Kevin Lairdham gets a backdoor tap in. Woo! Mm -hmm. He just runs to the right place. The ball's there for him, yeah. and he doesn't miss. It you, know, you know why and... he got that goal? No, tell me Because he was doing his damn job yeah. and covering the far post. Yep. 
There you go. That's you know it. What, you know what he actually did really well that you see a lot of players not do well is he he was ready for the ball to get to yeah. him, even though it might not have. Yeah. He played the miss. Funny which, that you mentioned that. Yeah. Is yeah. as as a goalkeeper, all I do is I'm a pessimist at all times. I I'm always analyzing it. How could this go horribly wrong? Mm-hmm. Hey, no, no, no! Don't run up! Don't go too far because this could go horribly wrong. Yeah. yeah. Talking about defense, and then offensively, I tell them. Just be optimistic. Just think of all the different ways that it can end up at your feet and then mm-hmm. try to be ready for something so that when it does show up, you know, half bounce, you're at least ready. You know, yeah. face the right direction, anticipate mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a weird bounce, follow everything into the keeper because one misstep, you're on him. And also being in his presence, you're going to kind of mess with his head and get him to think about, am I going to get a knee to the eye yeah. socket right now? or? Oh. Uh, am I going to be able to collect or the ball my safely? Or going to get stepped on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the gold cup. Oh. And, and all that said, that was some terrible goalkeeping from Bungham. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Corner comes in. He kind of flails at it. Torres was crashing the box. I mean, there were some people in the way. Like, But Bungham's got to get a fist to that and, you know, punch it away. But Lirdem, he's there. He's ready. He kind of lets it hit off him a little bit and directs uh, yeah, it into the goal, right? I... I I have to look at the replay yeah. to see if it was his foot or if it's just a thigh shin, yeah. anything, any surface, a goal's a goal. Yep. 3-0, man, we'll take it. So, um, a segue, since you mentioned Torres, I was wondering what folks thought about his captaincy for that uh, particular uh, match and that particular decision. Uh, there have been a lot of rumors that he is uh, kind of unhappy in his role right now. He's not. Uh, he's in contract negotiations, and he's trying to figure out, you know, what his whether he's got a future with his team and and that kind of thing. And it, and you know, I, I think we've talked about. Yeah, it's just his agent playing a hard game. Uh, I'm thinking kind of maybe that. Um. So, but given his uh, apparent performance in the DC match, right, uh, for the first half, he didn't have a solid defensive performance. I don't. I don't think in he didn't that cover match. himself with glory. And that he did not cover himself with glory. Uh, neither did anybody else no, for that matter. That. So, I mean, we're not singling him out. But I guess what was the rationale for giving giving him the captaincy in in the subsequent match? I don't know the team policy. If it's a vote. Yeah. By the by the club, you know, by the by the the men, the players themselves, yeah. or if there's a a, yeah. a dance off in the, in the might just room. be a, yeah. <laughs> might just be a hey we love you man, you know we have confidence and you don't worry about the contract negotiations. Everything else is just a thing. Yeah, that'll yeah. take care of itself. We love you. You're valued. Um, we want you on this team. Yeah, I Here think you go. You I think lead us out there. It means a lot at work. People use you know social media to to air their grievances at times, and I think he just wants, just like you said, he wants to feel welcome, and he wants that he wants some security. Yeah, he's in his thirties, and uh, he wants to go to the World Cup, and I think he's making his own T-shirts now, and he wants to sell those too. We love him. Is I mean, Torres is fantastic. I think so. Kind of like, like Beast Mode has his oh, own yeah. brand. I think he's trying to create his own brand. All right. But, All right. Uh, this is just an opinion um, piece. So how about uh, how about um, uh, Christian Roldan running out and giving Tyler Miller a hug. Yeah, what was was, the, was is there that a rat thing or there what? That I, missed I don't know. <laughs> I think it was, it was so just, funny. I think I, I don't know if they're roommates on the road or what, but yeah, it was awesome. He just was was Jomo jealous? Like, what's I don't going know. on there? He had to hug somebody. Yeah, he did. hugged the one you're with, right? Yeah, I guess so. Can't be with one you hug. Yeah, baby. I thought hug that was hilarious. I thought that was really that was all the gifts, yeah. all the. Yeah. All the take my breath away or mm-hmm. whatever songs. Are, oh, geez. We have so much fun. But yeah, I thought, um, you know, it's funny watching in the stadium. They do have some of the stats up on the scoreboard. 
mm-hmm. just watching the game, it didn't feel like to me that San Jose had such an enormous edge in possession. Yeah. I remember glancing up and being like, holy crap, it's 60-40? I was like, wow, that's amazing. I would not, like just watching the play, because I was never worried or scared that San Jose was going to break us down, really. Half, half of the possession was Bungham taking the ball out of the net and walking it to the <laughs> yeah. center circle and putting it back and down. And we, we looked dangerous. I mean, I know first half wasn't spectacular, but I wasn't worried. I wasn't nervous. You know, second half, so, I thought, yeah, yeah, we had the better yeah. chances. We put them away. We were the better team. In short, you know, I mean, that was a must-win match, and we Just, sealed it. It was pretty comprehensive. It, it, it was comprehensive. It yeah. was comfortable. It was fun. It was exciting. It was everything the fans needed, certainly, to feel yep. good about where we're at. More free haircuts. More That's free true. haircuts. I gotta, you have until Sunday to get yours. I got mine Thursday. Like 13 hours after the match. <laughs> and I'm going to go do another one. I hope you tip one. heavily when that happens. Five bucks? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Sure. I would give her five bucks if I paid for it. Yeah. There you go. There that you works go. good. It's a freebie. Um, the other... Uh, 19 shots to 12. Whew. That's crazy. How many? Well, half of those were YOLOs that landed in the 40th yeah. row. <laughs> exactly. Let's exactly. He's aiming for the big screen. Exactly. <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, he was definitely going for it, but there were moments like, okay, so uh, I think I tweeted something like, I'm really happy that Schmetzer is not satisfied with this because there was a, a visual exchange <laughs> between Schmetz and YOLO after his like 13th attempt at the scoreboard. Just and get on this side of the 50 like, next time, bro. please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, but and and but that made me happy because I mean you saw that that Tolo got the nonverbal chide right, and you saw that Schmetzer was like, even though he's up three nil, he's not happy with that particular uh, event. So anyway, um, moving on from that glorious victory, uh, some things happened this week that were pretty interesting. Uh, we is it a fit? We signed Durlis Gonzalez from uh kiev that mm-hmm. looks like Dinamo it's kiev. a go but it, it also looks, looks like yeah. he's sticking around for one more game Yeah, he's got one more match so he's not going to start against la no. by any means and, and he's uh, probably got immigration being, issues yeah being a youth player i mean you're one of the younger players they may not throw him into the onto the field right yeah. away get him some training and then yeah. give him a few minutes here and there you know just to get his to get his jersey dirty yeah. whatever it takes <laughs> question mark at <laughs> centurylink yeah so uh, as far as his performance and what we expect, we've been kind of, uh, not we, but the the local community has been kind of speculating about Durlis all year. Mm. Uh, what does he bring to the team? Where Where is he slotted? What position is he in? And, and what does he bring to the team that we don't have right now? I was thinking that he's he was a midfield, could play either side, mm-hmm. and then could go up top too. Okay. So I, I don't know if we're going to put a number on him, like, oh, he's the number 10 or he's the number 9. Yeah. I think that's, you know, for a 22, 23-year-old, I think they're going to use the youth DP spot, which my understanding, don't quote me, but I think that if you sign a youth DP, then it's a significantly lower hit on the cap. So you can pay him what you want, but if he's under a certain age, then it's only going to hit you this much. He's not Generation Adidas or anything like that. He's, okay. So he's in the youth DP rules. Yeah, it's from Paraguay. What is so? What's his performance been with Dinamo Kiev? 
Uh, looking at, I, I don't know stats. Uh, sure. It doesn't. But listening overall. to the other guys' shows, it doesn't look like it's super impressive. Yeah, not a ton. But he, he doesn't play all the time internationally and back mm-hmm. in his home, you know, his home yeah. country. He was the bee's knees. So that's what we're hoping to to get that kid, not yeah. the one that's scoring four goals a season. And I know it's a highlight reel, but if you watch some of his highlights that he that that are out there, go watch some YouTube highlights. The dude can score a goal. He's pretty technical and has a knack for finishing. And um, I think he probably just needs to find the right level. Hopefully that's the Sounders and the MLS are the right level for him. Um, But he's got some impressive abilities. Yeah, his stats aren't all that impressive. Um, He's he's not beginning a ton of time for um, Dinamo. But, you know, I think that we have a pretty decent track record of bringing in these guys. You know, and he's young. Yeah, somebody yeah. said he was twenty three or so. This 24? is a DP so. slot, though. Youth DP slot. I believe. How does it feel? I mean, what's the? How do we feel about an aspirational DP assignment? <laughs> if that makes sense, like, like we we hope this guy's going to perform. There isn't a whole lot of evidence for it other than international play in South America. I, I'm just. I'm just. It's house money at this point. Yeah. I mean, because like we talked about right. before, the last couple of weeks, the gotcha, team gosh. is solid yeah. before we put any more players on the team on yeah. the field. Now, some of the conversations we might have in a few minutes might shake up the, the apple cart, but as far as uh, acquisitions and, and coaches getting hired and whatnot. <laughs> Spoiler, there, we already there, talked about it at the front. There could be some moving pieces, <laughs> but um, no, I mean... I, I, you guys talked about uh, the roster construction uh, at the last pod, and I'm just looking at all the flexibility we have. We know Roldan mm-hmm. now can be the ten, and he yeah. can he can fill in if if there's a sinking ship at right back. If if we're down to our last sub and he gets hurt, then Roldan can go down there. So that's fine. Um, at right back, if he has Evans to. can play midfield. <laughs> Evans can play the defensive mid. Evans mm-hmm. can play right back. That's his that's his jam. We know Svensson can fill in in the middle. Svensson can certainly play defensive mid. Mm-hmm. And so now your, your conversations and our conversations on, on and off have been we might need one more center back because we're not feeling Alfaro as as uh, good enough. Like he might get us through the rest of one game, but he's that backup quarterback where the longer he plays, I realize maybe he's a backup for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean, even left back. Now we have Yolo. Holy smokes, we we have this guy sitting on our bench that that can make us that much better. A on left back and B pushing our our left back up top into into you know our attacking midfielder that we haven't had that kind of flexibility. We haven't had that kind of speed and that danger. Like now, holy smokes, who wants to play a fully fit Sounders FC? Yeah, nobody. I think we're easily the most dangerous team going into the playoffs. Um, I think you got to see what LA is going to do with their recent acquisition. Mm. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think we are a dangerous, dangerous team when we're fully healthy. And to your point, I think Durless makes us a much deeper team at the very worst. I think at the very worst, he makes us a deeper team. If, if, if he shows up and, Oh, he's a little young or, Oh, he's a little raw. Or, oh, he's not quite ready. Um, think he's probably somebody you bring off the bench right at best he's oh wow we can play him as a nine we can play him as a left winger um or we can play him as a right winger like oh wow this guy's really dangerous and creative and can score goals so i think at 
at probably at worst, he's a change of pace guy coming off the bench um, that maybe needs to get used to the MLS. Mm-hmm. At best, he's jumping in there like a Nico Ladero and he's he's driving the attack and he's scoring goals. Makes us a lot more creative. Um, I think you gotta, you know, uh, to steal something from the Philadelphia 76ers, you gotta trust the process. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought we were practice. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about practice. <laughs> yeah. I, I think playoffs. Yeah. Oh. Trust the process for right now. So. All right. Cool, man. So, uh, Tim, you wanted to talk about, uh, other possible acquisitions. Are there other rumors floating, floating around? Oh, I just got sent one. What's Did that? you? Ishmael Diaz. What? Apparently is without a team. From Porto? Yeah. So um former Port- Porto prospect is what was sent to me. This is from Sounder at Heart, so thank you, Sounder at Heart. They sent it directly to you? They, no. That was nice. I said they don't not. like me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too many stupid questions. <laughs> no, no, no. This was sent to us by the um young, talented, and beautiful Callum Scott. Oh, um, hooking us up we with, miss a, this with, guy. with the Sounder at Heart link here. But uh, another day, another rumor, um, former Porto prospect linked to Sounders. So, uh, but again, Do you know where he like plays? Did we talk about that already? He's a goal scorer is what it looks like. So He's uh, only 20 <laughs> years old. Done. So, young. Um, he's from Panama. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry about center that. back from Panama. No, he's not a center back. He oh, looks... I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm so fixated on center backs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Dia. He is not. He he does not appear to be a defender. Was he on the Gold Cup? Would he play in the Gold Cup? Uh, he was with Panama on the Gold Cup. He Where, scored does, one goal and three appearances. What's his most comfortable position? Uh, Whoa! Hey. hey now, hey now! <laughs> You're an all star. Get your game on. Um, doesn't say in here. I'm I'm guessing he's going to be a forward if they're talking about his yeah. goal scoring rate. Forward or attacking mid. So. Yeah, it's rumors. It's just rumors. So okay, um, well, I I just keep looking for rumors of a third center back that we can start. Yeah, it's like you said, Tim Alfaro's Alfaro's could be the guy eventually, but he ain't the guy right now. Yeah. So I just keep thinking, man, Marshall and Torres go down. That that's a big drop off. Okay. So I think anyway. I think we there was a discussion about another. God, was his name really Gonzalez or was it Rodriguez? There was another there's another player that was hinted, but I know nothing about it and I can't multitask to look it up. Yeah, so. there's not a ton. That's the thing though. I mean It's been a really quiet rumor season. Yeah. It's just like, okay, rumor goes, it's happening. Yeah. This is uh we we don't have any leaks. This is not the White House communication staff. Whoa. There's no leaks. Whoa. No leaks. Whoa. They're, they're just as tight. Scott Amush, Scott Amush. As they are like the the jersey uh, uh, the the jersey leaks. I mean, Sounders jersey is the last one to come out, and we're all just. I mean, I can't say we're all. I'm fiending for it. I'm like looking on the Reddit's and they're like, "Who's this new jersey? Where is it? Where is it?" And they keep that stuff in a vault. Nobody nobody releases that. So, uh, <laughs> I'm guessing that the Durlis Gonzalez thing is going to shape up almost exactly the way Ladero did, Ladero? where we hear about him in like freaking February, and then. That's it. He disappears. Well, until... We hear about him in February. Then we hear there's no deal. It's, yeah. It's gone. That's and done. And then, oh, yeah, we're going to sign him. And then you forget about him. Yep. So it looks looks pretty good that we're going to get him. Uh, let's hope so. Yeah, nothing hope, official yet, but. Hope he doesn't get hurt. And if so, I mean, how does that work for us? Yeah. But yeah, there's not a ton of leaks. So I don't know. Hopefully we get Durless and. But I mean, at this point, have... house money, right? Yep. 
we got a team we have a team assembled currently that can probably uh you know make it into the the playoffs and maybe make a deep run into the playoffs soccer team assemble well and speaking about that playoff run we oh. got another team coming up here oh boy it's gonna try to make a run to get into the playoffs the la galaxy the law galaxy the la galaxy that has lost more home games and actually won more games on the road than they probably have at home. So we're playing them down there? The, 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 at the yes. StubHub? Is that what the, it's still called? Yep. Whatever it's called. Yep. So at uh, the StubHub. I, I hear I hear they have a new coach. Is that is that what I heard? Yeah, some retread. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like some dude that's been around and yeah, like so done some things, kind of. They uh, they 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 fired Kurt Nolfo and they hired Ziggy Schmidt. Who? Uh, there's a there's a coach that's been around the block. He I think he coached LA once before. Yeah. Yeah, he's from the LA area and he's been pretty much just going to the practice. Siggy, Siggy, Siggy. He's been he's been outside of the uh the the Anschut family, I think, with uh, the boombox over his head <laughs> playing music. Nice. Say anything. Mm-hmm. Wait wait for me. So Siggy is back. So Siggy's back. Uh, Against his old team. It happened today, as far as I remember. I mean, this is all stuff that's just coming out faster than we can keep track of it. But And was it you that pointed out that now it's Siggy that's uh, coming in halfway through and going to get the new DP signing? Yeah, this is almost almost identical to how he got jobbed last year. Yeah. <laughs> so Kurt Nolfo gets fired the day that, uh, that L.A. signs. Um, Dos Santos? Dos Santos, the brother. Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Dos Santos. And... So uh, I I know nothing about him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got a good resume, but is it going to translate? Is, I mean, I imagine just having your brother on the field, there's going to be some partnerships that sure that uh, that could take you know could take hold really quickly. But that's a good signing. I mean, yeah, why not? He's got a great resume, great pedigree. Um, came off a pretty good Gold Cup. I mean, he was in the best eleven, or sorry, Confederations Cup. Sorry, Confed. Um, he was in the best eleven for the Confederations Cup. Should I mean, make he, he's a good player. Should make the the L Tree fans yeah. uh, happy. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. The the base the base of fans down in L A. Because so, I had said L A. was my pick to miss out on the playoffs. I did not think they were going to make it, and I think I mean Siki can win some games. Like some people love him, some people hate him. Uh, I think he's a guy that can come in and win games. And I think he demands respect. And I think you get another DP signing like Dos Santos, I think that's going to help. I think the team that's probably looking at this and a little nervous, so crap, is probably Vancouver now. Yeah. But, no, I mean, there's mm-hmm. looking. But Vancouver, this makes LA better immediately, I think. Yeah. LA's sitting at uh, 22 points right now, 20 games played, and they're, what, five points out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're not out, you know. There's still yeah. several games left to be played, but this is the this is the make or break time. They're mm-hmm. gonna have to uh, they're gonna have to make a move to get out of uh, out of the basement. Yeah. So, but I think it makes them better immediately, right? We were talking earlier. They're they're gonna get the the new coach bounce. Siggy's gonna know what he's up against uh, with the Sounders. So we're um, going to have some audio from uh, Memo03, a uh, friend of the pod, um, friend of Kat Peterson, uh, who's actually at the uh, women's national team game, and hopefully I'll have some pretty good hot takes against the uh, uh, about the match against Australia tonight. 
My phone died, but she was uh, just I don't think texting was me some, <laughs> some hot takes. Oh, nice. I don't know if they've come back, but the U.S. women were down 1-0 to Australia. And Cat uh, was making her feelings about Jill Ellis's coaching uh, ability known. You know, and you guys had a really good conversation about that a couple shows ago. So I definitely recommend, uh, mm-hmm. if you haven't heard it, to go back and talk about that uh, or go back and listen to that. Yeah. Um, all but, all uh, of Cat's frustrations are... Uh, coming to life right now apparently so in the 83rd minute it was one zero mm-hmm. australia yep. and, and cat uh, i don't think she'd mind me saying this was pissed i get that she's trying to get Cat's. younger players some time she says but she had a hell of a week lineup and now we're about to lose this shouldn't happen none of the clearances have made it out of the defensive third um so there you go yeah so um, anyway we love Kat. She's not here. Absolutely. And She's she'll be here off. hopefully next next uh, uh, next pod yep. uh, to talk about it. Yep. But Memo but, 3, yeah. uh, he actually he couldn't make uh, – we were going to do a phone call with him. He couldn't make the um, – uh, he couldn't make the interview time, so uh, he left a couple voicemails for us, and we'll play those those for you after this. Um, he's uh, not as optimistic about uh, Ziggy as you might think he would be. As we are, um, yeah. As we are. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we talked a little bit uh, at about lunchtime today. He called and um, I picked it up because like, oh, I was trying to leave a voicemail, and, mm-hmm. and um, I called him or uh, we talked a little bit and. And I shared that, you know, I think, you know, like Kevin said, we're going to get he, you, you guys are going to get this new coach bounce. And if you beat the Sounders, you'll 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 get a long bounce from it because that'll be a really uh, strong confidence booster. However, um, I, I, I think technically and tactically, I'm not sure that he has a lot to offer uh, for L.A. against this uh, against the rest of the league. Um, he's got some tactics that are still a little dated. Um, he's still, he's still Siggy and, um, he'll put moving, he'll put moving parts together, uh, and have a technically solid team until such time as, uh, you need to get some tactical creativity and he's just going to just throw the same shit at it every single game. And um, I don't think he's going to make deep playoff runs. And so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I'm guessing with L.A.'s talent pool, they were underachieving. And I think when they get uh, Zardes back fully fit, I mean, he was playing for the national team, so I'm guessing Mm -hmm. he's a full-timer. When they get Legette back, you know, he's going to have some weapons. And they've got the DeSantos brothers. I think at this point, I mean, he's. I'm guessing. I'm making the comparison to Bruce, where he's just brought in because he's got the history. He makes the playoffs. He knows the league. He's only been out for a few months, and I think here in Seattle, I think it is just his same old, same old. It was just falling on deaf ears, and he was just kind of getting, yeah, you know, burnt out. You know, burning his players out, and they just stopped listening. So uh, we'll see. Um, when do you want to cut in the audio now or whenever? Oh, we'll just play it after the segment. Okay, but, perfect. Um, that's Back. fine. And uh, uh, he is at memo m e m o zero three on Twitter. So if you'd like to follow him, please do. Uh, pretty smart guy and a great Galaxy fan uh, who lives up here in the Pacific Northwest. So, cheers! Thank you so much for that memo. So predictions though for the for the so game. So his prediction, uh, he'll share it with you uh, uh, briefly. But um, he thinks there there might be a win, but you're going to have to eke it out. Uh, they're going to have to eke it out. 
what do you guys think, given our current form? Yeah, I mean, it depends. Are we going to have Morris and Dempsey yeah. ready and available? Um, that would be good. They'll have to come off the bench, right? Yeah. I, yeah, they I think they probably. I think realistically, those guys are coming off the bench. Um, they probably should. I mean, maybe Dempsey could start because he didn't play a ton, but I think realistically, you got to think they're coming off the bench. Um, you know, I could see a draw, but I even with the new coach bounce, I think the Sounders are playing at a really high level right now. Mm-hmm. Roldan is incredibly confident. Um, I think he's going to be tough, tough to stop right now at this point. Uh, I, I could see the Sounders pulling this off two one three one. Yeah, I say three one because LA is the place. Hub? LA's yeah. the, well, no, LA's the place you. they've been dropping points. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like you're trying to carry something that you could drop. Yeah. <laughs> <But> what? <laughs> no, I mean they they have really only won like maybe one or two games at home, and uh, we because we've stuck it to them at their their place before. Last yeah. year rolled on, went rump shot off, you know, just went crazy. Um, so I, I'm like I said it. We're optimistic, you know. We, you you could sell it any way you want, but how would I be optimistic here? You're going into LA. They're not that solid right now at home. They do have a new coach, so there could be some disjoining. They also have uh, uh, what's his name? Joe. If if Jermaine Jones is on the field, he's no. he's a positive and a negative. Yeah. I know I know he's training, but I don't know if he's fit. I hope he plays for LA. But because <laughs> the last time. He and Van Dam, Van Damme, were playing together. Like they were both pushing up, and and as much as Jones offers, he takes away because he's not really sound with his positioning. He just kind of goes wherever he wants and makes athletic, makes athletic plays. Yep. So I'm 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 optimistic. I know. Write this down. I'm actually optimistic yeah. that we can go into LA yeah. and get a result. So Steve-O. Uh, I'm comfortable us? with the two one. Uh, I think uh, the the addition of Dos Santos along with the addition of Siggy Schmidt is going to create a, a, a pretty significant positive energy uh, for the fans uh, and for the team in general, uh, at least for this very first match. And I mean, LA is is a it's a rivalry. Uh, it's a significant rivalry in the West. Um, They've got. They've still got Zardes. Is Zardes in international He's, play right now? Ashley Cole's dead corpse. Ashley Cole's dead corpse. Corpse is still playing. Okay. Yeah. Robbie Rogers. Okay, fine. Boateng. Seen him. Uh, Van Damme. Boateng uh, makes like, me a little nervous. He's he's got yeah. great pace and he finds himself in dangerous positions. Mm-hmm. He hasn't hurt us yet. Knock on but, wood. But, but all three of us are optimistic. So that pretty much seals it. Sounders are going to yeah. lose. John. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna flip the script and get no, one one no, there. I mean, like yeah. we got one one. No, here we're gonna right, we're yeah. definitely right gonna be gamely, right? Apare. No, Ariano. I'm just saying if we're all if we're all optimistic, we probably just jinxed our team. Uh, Villarreal we're not over overly um, optimistic. Okay. But, right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's uh, not, yeah. I think yeah. it's gonna be a barn burner no matter what happens, uh, and it's going to be a close and competitive match no matter what happens. And I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I wish I were going down there. I'm not going down there. Nobody I know is going down there, but golly, it's going to be a great time. And, uh, <laughs> Tim's got the Dempsey hat on, He's got the deuce uh, mask on, the deuce mask, deuce face, God, deuce creepy. face. It is a little yeah, creepy. It's isn't really it? creepy. Wait till I take it off. <laughs> so but at any rate, we, um, no, I, I, you know, I think two, one and pick them. Right. <laughs> that's going to be the score. That's going to be the 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 score line, and I can't tell you who's going to win this match. What? 
No, you no have to. I can't. Come on. Sounders, Sounders, okay, Sounders. There you go. All right. There you go. But still, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be a, a a solid, very interesting, very competitive match, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I hate Sardis. Full I stop. I hate legit, but I wouldn't mind him on my team. Can you say that again in the microphone? Oh, sorry, I was yawning. I hate legit, <laughs> but I wouldn't mind him on my team. And I I'm pretty sure he's still out with a foot injury. Yeah. But okay. All right. Parting All shots. Right. Well, we we still gonna break and then answer questions, right? Oh, okay. Yep, we got a couple. Uh, uh, we don't need to break. We can just yeah, answer some fan questions right now. I thought you wanted no to problem. Jump in the uh, memo audio. I'll drop that at the end. It's fine. Man. Okay. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Derail. Derail. <laughs> Let's do the questions. Do you, oh, your phone's dead. Uh, yeah, do you man. know the f- questions that were answered? To you? did you get any questions personally that? Uh, no, I, di- I didn't get them personal, but I just kind of remember. I think we've got three questions that I can remember. Which is four. two more than the last time we did Actually, this. Actually, I think so. we have four, although two of them are from right. Nate Bowling, so I don't know if that, <laughs> I don't know if that counts. I mean, Nate, Nate from count. Tacoma. I'm just, Nate yeah, from exactly. Tacoma. All right, well, actually, uh, the, the first question um, was from, I got it on Facebook, uh, via Esco Strong. Uh, if No Sarietis has the power to make signings happen after they record or eat Vietnamese tacos, what's your superpower? So what? do we have a – that? Could, I don't know what the Vietnamese taco thing is about, but that could be a, that could be an inside joke. That, that sounds insidey. That's a new, No, no Sarietis yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so if they can make signings happen after a pod, do we Which have any they superpowers? they do all the time. I, I, I remember that. Yeah. Um, I make women disappear, <laughs> <laughs> and and not in like a, a black uh, black hefty bag. Kind yeah, of way. not like in a silent. I'm, like, I'm like David way, Copperfield. Right? I was like, hi, how you doing? Box. How you doing? And then they disappear. <laughs> not like the Statue of Liberty. No. Okay. I have no superpowers, although in online conversations, Nate Bowling has been predicting some personnel he, moves. He Nate has from Tacoma. been out of nowhere. Nate from he's Tacoma. Been, yeah, he's in Mexico right now, and he's offline for long periods of time. Then he gets to Wi-Fi and posts some stuff, yeah. and then realizes other people have posted the same thing, or the thing has happened, yeah. which has been pretty interesting. So Nate Bowling is, is definitely prescient and good analysis. He's, Do you have any superpowers? Um, f- soccer-related? Soccer-predictive-related? Um, so I... Uh, I went to Tahoe and I made a bet on all of the overs that were two and a half points or lower in MLS this week, and I won that parlay. There you go. Well done. How much is that worth? Uh, like sixty-seven dollars. Nice. My son interjected off a $10 bet. and said that my superpower is yelling really loud at the children. I've never heard you yell real loud, but I'm not your child either. Children. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nate from Tacoma also asks. <laughs> Uh, worst coach, Ellis or Porter? Ooh, that's I, I saw that question right before my phone died. Ooh, that's a tough for, one for I, the you know for what? the fans. Who who's Ellis? Jill, Jill Ellis, Ellis, U.S. Women's National oh, God. Coach. Um, Porter's worse. Absolutely. I mean, they both won some things, but Porter got lucky. But Porter's MLS championship run was freaking luck. Just gonna say it. His stars weak sauce. I, I can't. I can't say a Portland coach is better than the U.S. women's national team coach. No, sure. Porter's worse. Yeah, sure. I hate Porter. So yeah, yeah. Okay, oh. super. 
We had two real questions. John Murphy on the Twitter's the JM Murph. underscore Murph uh, asks, how soon does Brad Evans and or Chad Marshall get traded to the Galaxy now that Sigby's the head coach? I think this is a really interesting question. It's yeah. a legacy question. It's a Columbus question. It's a, right. I mean, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is... This is Two this is a serious right question. There. He brought yeah. he brought Brad over in the expansion draft. Yeah, and Marshall came over. And Marshall came over a couple of years later. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's been with us about 12, three years, 12. right? Four years, um, and it's been awesome. But you know, maybe we talked off air that you know maybe maybe Brad is is just mm-hmm. kind of biding his time and and getting pushed around like like Nate seems to feel yeah. that he is he is ready to to jump ship at at a moment's notice because yeah. he just keeps getting pushed out of position. Yeah, I thought you and Nate had really interesting points about Evans not being disgruntled, not necessarily acting like, you know, petulant or anything like that, but just some little hints here and there about, mm, you know. I, I know I can slide in somewhere, but, yeah. you know, I, I don't really have a role right now, but we're going to figure it out, and I have faith in the team and yep. management to help me figure yep. it out. So. And the, the shushing of the crowd mm-hmm. I thought was an interesting point. I hadn't read it that way, but I, I once you said it, I'm like, yeah, I, I can see how you could read it that way. And, um, I mean, he can't be happy about constantly being put in a position and then having a player signed to take that position. I think that's the third time that's happened now, right? Tiffert. Torres now leered him. Yeah. And right? I mean, he's not, I mean, when everybody's back and healthy, he's not in the starting lineup. So, I mean, we talked about Evans possibly going, we talked um, about Evans and cash going for a Van Dam or a Botang. I think that's probably, but we also talked wishful, about, we but, also talked about, and I thought this was a, an interesting point. I don't know if it's how relevant it is, but it's an interesting point about him coming back after breaks and getting reds. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, we he, were he talking about that. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he last, that. he uh, he he comes back from injury, scores a goal, gets a red. Comes back from injury against Portland, gets a red. And I'm like, oh crap! Right? He, now that you're healthy to play, you find a way off the field. And he scored a goal. He hasn't got a, another red. No, so that's good. No, uh, I think that was the the last time. It was last year against Vancouver. I, he was rubbing foreheads with somebody and like, yeah. did a weird move and got yeah. sent yeah. off. Mm-hmm. And, but and it's interesting. He no, while he was on the field for those what three matches when he was healthy before the red, it was you know before the calf injury or whatever. I mean, we were we were talking about how when he's on the field we just don't get give up goals. Yeah, he and did then, make he he was a part of that back line. I thought that was our strongest back line. But, but after the, watching Leardum, Leardum's Leardum's solid. The and, moves yeah. had to be made. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's, that's that's and, the worst part about this is you cannot like the guys that make the business decisions can't. I don't know. It's well, like working at a slaughterhouse. You can't fall in love with the cows. He's expendable. <laughs> he is. I mean, O'Neill Fisher, correct me if I'm wrong, he can come in oh. and play right back. So we've got two fast, athletic, smart, young, young technical, capable right backs that are similar, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if if somebody gets hurt or whatever, you're slotting somebody in that's not all or that different. Or just on a rotation. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, you're I right. Mean, so we need to rotate more just to get, you know, and we're going to need it. We're going to need it for Open Cup next yep. year, CCL. I would hate to lose Evans, but I could see him being trading. I, I was shocked that somebody brought up Marshall. I hadn't thought of Marshall as somebody. I didn't that's think a good point. That's I don't a really think there's, good point. But then that scares me now. We cannot afford to trade Marshall. There's no, no way. And then we talk about, you know, the injury and sometimes uh, uh, Torres kind of takes yeah. – has has these little lapses. Yeah. 
somebody said oh god oh no somebody said evans and cash for van damme i would take that 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 I would move take i'd that. make yeah i would make does that, that make but does expendable? that make but does that make it evans and marshall for van damme being oh i hope not a real a real possibility that would be a bad trade dun, dun, dun. See, that's what that's why really everything was fine until ziggy got hired dang it yeah that'd yeah. be a bad now trade. tough if we did evans and cash <laughs> for van damme and i have no idea if that's a plausible trade or not i really don't know um i, I mean that would be great for us i would i would take that okay evans evans a guy you can put in a lot he, of different spots i would miss him i think he's it's a great I mean, personality i know zach scott's mr sounder but we, zach scott's gone so I think if you're looking for a Mr. Sounder, Evan yep. might be the closest thing you have to it. And we also talked in the off week about uh, the possibility of, of Evans being integrated into the coaching staff. But Nate I mean, from Tacoma. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> Nate, Nate thought that, you know, maybe his his personality would be a little too strong for uh, well, for being under Schmitz. I think I disagreed with that. But I think the stronger point is he's not done playing. Yeah, yeah. he's not done playing. No, he's he's not ready to jump into coaching yet. I would take him in a heartbeat on my coaching. Oh staff, yeah, but yeah, if he chose to make that leap, well, and that's why he and Ziggy got along so great is because he's he's like the the arm of the king, right? Yeah, he the just, hand of the king. Yeah, that that too. <laughs> you see how he much I watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. I never <laughs> watched that. Keep his armies. Game of of chairs. <laughs> game of chairs. <laughs> Musical chairs, right? Uh, so. Uh, I don't know. Is that the theme song? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not I don't bad. watch Game of Chairs either. Yeah. So. <laughs> we always make references to the red card wedding, and that's I like do, yeah. I just know there there's um, red card and people got married. Yeah. Yeah, and dieted <laughs> or something. It didn't work. Know. You know, they, they got dieted. They ate the they ate the fish. Yep. So um, <laughs> the chicken or but, the fish. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. So I I hope Evan stays, uh, but yep. the hiring of Schmidt does kind of make things interesting. Yeah. So I, everything is optimistic yesterday. Schmidt gets hired, and then now we're thinking the sky is falling, even though no, nothing no, has no, changed no. yet. I don't think anybody's so. thinking the sky is falling, but it's going to be an interesting match. If we start making moves, that depth and goes down to <clears throat> real quick. The the So do we have a name yet for the Schmetzer-Siggy uh, face-off? Oh, do we? In Game of Thrones, it would be the Bastard Bowl or oh. Clegane Bowl. I have no or idea. Something no bowl. idea. So what bowl would it be? Tupperware? <laughs> the Tupperware Bowl, the Clink Bowl, the Battle Duwamish Bowl. I don't know. And so something got to get it. Got to get a ring to it. No. We'll tweet it out. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll we should do it. a little a little listener contest. Tweet at us. The match what is going to be over by the called? time this thing airs. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm going to get this stuff out tonight. That's why we're doing like <laughs> oh, okay, one okay. run. Not tonight. Probably tomorrow it, night. We are still recording, aren't we? We are. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> We've had uh, several incidents where the thing just stopped recording for no discernible reason. So yeah, uh, Tim Tim checks on me from time to time to make sure it's recording. And I've been waiting for you actually yeah. to call me out on this. But yeah, we're at a solid uh, minute uh, hour fifteen right now. So Ooh, way to go, boys. That's that's awesome. So nice. with a couple minutes of content and uh, uh, voicemails, a whole lot of bants, baby. Do we have any more questions before yeah, we any more take questions? this things way after? What are the questions? Did I don't know. I'm looking uh, at my bread or somebody have a question. Did we an- did we actually answer the last question? Um, what was this superpower? Oh, what do we feel about Brad and Evans possibly getting traded away? Oh, uh, Brad and Marshall. Marshall. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that. Okay. Oh, Brad and Evans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, both of them out. Brad Evans and Chad uh, Evans. <laughs> Chad Ochocinco. <laughs> this is going so. Oh my God, that was so much fun away. though. 
Any other? Yeah, I, I think, I, I think that's. I it. thought there was one more. You said oh, we had four. Nate, Nate wanted to know who we could get for Evans, and I think we kind of tackled that. Brum, yeah. Brum. Yeah. yeah, Nate from Tacoma. Nate from Tacoma. Want to know who we could get for Evans? And, okay, and know. let's do just one more quick look at the Twitter feed, just to make sure that we've got what we're looking for. Founders B team. Uh, while we do that, uh, please tell your friends to subscribe. We are on Stitcher. We are on iTunes. You can also direct download us at floundersbteam.com. Uh, and uh, while you're at it, uh, we were looking at our iTunes. Nobody except for a couple people on the pod itself have uh, has um, actually rated us and given us a review. So if you listen Thanks, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever that darn thing's called these days, Give us a review. Give us a number of stars and tell us what you like and don't like about the podcast. Um, that is absolutely a way that people discover uh, this content. And um, we're really happy um, that 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 we have listeners and that we have a platform. And, and we're just having so much fun with this. This is episode 15. And we wouldn't do it if you guys weren't listening. They haven't um, fired us yet? That's amazing. <laughs> Yes. Who hasn't fired you? We'd Wait, still do it if you weren't listening, but <laughs> yeah. this is more fun. We probably yeah. would, but it's a lot more fun when you guys are engaging with us. Uh, follow us uh, on Twitter at Flounders B Team. I'm at Podfish on Twitter. We have at Muffin Top Model, just like it sounds on Twitter. That's uh, Tim Hamilton, just like it looks. And if you want to be followed, at Kevin underscore Zamira. That's Z A M I R A. Kevin Zamira at. Uh, well, at Kevin Zamira. <laughs> yeah. at tw- uh, uh. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Do we have any more questions? Uh, Jordan Morse scored the game winner. Gets, oh, uh, yeah. Against yeah, Jamaica. Jomo oh. scored again. He's got the clutch gene. Let's hear it for the boy. That Josie Altador free kick, though. Oh, so yeah. if dude didn't have a broken hand, yeah. would that have been saved? It yes. wasn't the greatest goalkeeping in the world, but that was a hell of a free kick. Watch, watching, kick. I mean, you, I mean, yeah. you watch anything in slow motion. You're like, oh yeah, that I think he went away. the wrong direction at first. His but... feet were just kind of clumsy, and he, it didn't look like he knew what he wanted to do right off the bat. You know, you take, you take a, a you don't cross your legs ever unless you absolutely have to, but that only if you're really beat. But you, you shuffle, you get that power step down, boom, pre-step, power step, and then you launch yourself and you make that save. He got a hand to it, but yeah, he, he did get a touch. He I mean, got, he a got a finger hand on to it. it. Yeah, and but that was a hell oh. heck of a shot, and it was put in the right spot. So hell of a heck of a yeah. All right. Well, with that, I I am Steve Kettleson, uh, Tim Hamilton, Kevin Zamira, and you are listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. Thank you so much for listening. All my instincts, they return And the grand facade so soon will burn Without a noise, without my pride I'll reach out from the inside In your eyes, like the heat I am complete, I see Doorway to a thousand churches, the resolution of all the foolish searches. Oh, I see light and heat. I
Hey, at Flounder's D team, this is Menzo 3, diehard LA Galaxy fan, calling about the game coming up soon. Really, the only ones that have anything to gain from this game, uh, game are the Seattle Sounders. LA have been making bad decisions after bad decisions. And, uh, yes, while getting rid of Kurt Anolfo is a great step up, I'm still completely unsure about Siggy Schmidt. Uh, the only thing we have going for us right now is that Jordan Morris is probably still drunk off a Gold Cup win, and Deuce is probably going to be playing for the Sounders, whereas he comes off the bench for the national team. All in all, I think uh, Sounders win this game coming up, and the Galaxy are going to get another home loss. Uh, Ziggy Schmidt's not going to make any changes in, in three days. So this is one disgruntled Galaxy fan. Speaking to the to all all of Seattle, uh, one one weekend's not going to be enough. However, I think uh, maybe at the end of the year we'll see we'll see who's in the playoffs. Good luck. Let's go, LA. One more thing, Kurt Onolfo got the axe, and it's no more or less than he deserved. He lost to RSL at home six to one. He had the worst home record the gal as a Galaxy head coach in. The last four years, I think we've lost more games this season at home than any other season previous. And he's at the bottom of the table. He's got the best talent in the West, in my opinion. And he got the X. That's what he should have got. Now we have Ziggy Schmidt. And as much as we want to change, not sure this is the change that we get. but. Having said that, Ziggy Schmidt might not be the coach we want, but he's going to be the coach L.A. needs. And we're going to take this all the way to the cup. Only teams that will stand our way this season are Portland. From the west are Portland, FC Dallas, Salt Lake, or sorry, not Salt Lake, Kansas City, and Seattle. Good luck. This is L.A. First half of the San Jose match obviously was a fucking disaster. Oh, um, DC United. Uh, oh shit! Sorry. Yeah, DC United match was a disaster, mm-hmm. and um, just like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs>